I had the pleasure of cooking and feeding seven of her friends, and they were sleeping over. It was a real party. While they were munching on appetizers, I was at the stove, stirring a pot, and one of her friends pipes up and asks in front of everyone, Rosie, why didn't you have any children? Well, I was stumped and shocked. Hi, I'm Rosie, and welcome to my podcast, What Does Your Family Look Like? Well, that's a loaded question, isn't it? I'm thrilled that all 10 of you are listening, but what the heck, you got to start someplace, right? So I'll start with my family. In order to do that, I have to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm 66, married to a terrific man. I have two fantastic stepsons, four wonderful grandchildren, and two daughters-in-law whom I love and adore. It's a second marriage for me. My first marriage ended in divorce when I was young, for about five years. We had no children. It was not a good match for either one of us. So the night I told my first husband I wanted out of the marriage, he broke down and admitted to a gambling problem. I was shocked, and I was ashamed because I knew nothing about it. And I was scared, so I did what I thought was the right thing to do. I gambled with him for about 10 months. I learned what the line was. I learned what the spread was. It was sheer madness. But it worked, and there was a $100 bet left on a baseball game, and we won. And I left with a laundry basket of clothes and some essentials. My second marriage has been a very happy and successful marriage. We are really perfect for one another. We have our ups and downs, just like everybody else. But all in all, we do well together. Thank God there were no dating apps back then. It was the age of typewriters and word processors. Had there been a dating app, we would never, never have been a match. Why? Well, there's a significant age difference between us. He is 15 years my senior. There's a religious difference. He's Protestant. I'm Jewish. And while I'm American, he's British. On paper and electronics, we are not a match. But we are in real life. As I've stated, I am a stepmother to my two stepsons. I have no biological children of my own. And if you're wondering why, I'll tell you. While we were dating, my husband was very honest and told me he didn't want any more children at his age. He didn't want to deny me children, and he knew in his heart that he didn't want to raise another child. He suggested we break up. Well, the decision wasn't his to make. It was all mine. Quite frankly, I had already fallen in love with this amazing man. I told him I would think hard about it and get back to him. So here's what I was weighing. I already married the Jewish guy who I thought I was supposed to marry and raise Jewish children. Well, I saw how that worked. Do I throw away this dear, sweet, funny, handsome, charming man from England with a beautiful accent? For what? Possibly finding someone who wasn't going to treat me well? 
I couldn't take that chance, and quite frankly, I was already imagining a life with him and his kids. He was a prince of a guy. Everybody in my family loved him. He was something out of my dreams, really. So after much thought, I told him my answer. I'm good. You have two lovely little boys, and we are all going to make it work. And that's exactly what I did and what we did. I went in full steam. I knew I wasn't their mom. I didn't try to be their mom. They had and still have a lovely mother, and we all worked hard to get along and show mutual respect. And I will tell you, it has been a marvelous journey. I am truly blessed. Years passed by, and I never really talked about not having my own children to mother. I remarried at 29, and by 37, it started to get in my head. The thought of never having biological children really preyed on me. Now, I have to say the big important decisions we make are made with the information we have at hand at the time we make them. We are not clairvoyant. We cannot see into the future. We have no idea what the unintended consequences are of our decisions. The worst decision, in my opinion, is no decision. In later episodes, I will discuss how I felt and dealt with these feelings. What I want to tell you now is how I came to open up about this childless dilemma. I couldn't fix it. I had to reconcile it. So fast forward two years ago, 2019, I had a dinner party to celebrate my great niece's 29th birthday. I had the pleasure of cooking and feeding seven of her friends, and they were sleeping over. It was a real party. While they were munching on appetizers, I was at the stove, stirring a pot, and one of her friends pipes up and asks in front of everyone, Rosie, why didn't you have any children? Well, I was stumped and shocked. I had never had anyone ask me that question. It's simply not polite, right? It's highly personal, and I felt squeamish discussing it. I always thought I would get that question sometime in my life, but not while I was stirring a pot. I responded, you don't mind if I answer that question after dinner, do you? I mean, if you're still interested. I never quite imagined I'd be talking about this while stirring a pot. Sure enough, they wanted the whole story. To my surprise, those seven women were incredibly interested because they were at a point in their lives where they were trying to make heads or tails of their lives. What were their lives going to look like? Did it include marriage and husbands and children? What would their careers look like when they married or when they had children? They have been pondering these questions. I suddenly realized at 64, I was relevant. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at WDYFLL, the podcast. Please join us next Wednesday for more in-depth discussions about what families look like.